Welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast, where we offer solutions to the obstacles you face when it comes to achieving your health and fitness goals. As a married couple who's lost a combined weight of 100 kilograms and 11 clothes sizes, our raw, real, and relatable stories will show you the path you must walk to achieve, and more importantly, maintain the results you know you can reach, because we know it works. So get ready to share the success and show the results with your hosts, Matt and Courtney. Hello and welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast. I am, in fact, Courtney. Matt is here too. I am, in fact, Matt. Yes. And today we are going to be talking all things exercise. Yes. We were asked the question, well, hey, you guys talk about exercise a lot and you teach it. Well, what do you actually like to do? Mm. So guess what? Now it's going to be a podcast episode. (laughs) So we've planned this out. So that we're going to be discussing, Courtney, our favorite forms or form Mm -hmm. of exercise, as well as then our favorite specific exercises and why, and our least favorite too, because why not? Yes. So let's just jump straight in because this might go for a while. Yes. Courtney, Mm -hmm. what's your favorite, as someone who allegedly hates all exercise and has said it once or twice... On this very podcast, for six straight years now, <laughs> what is your favourite form of exercise? Um, <laughs> no, definitely weights. Weights would be, if I had to pick one, it would definitely be weights over cardio. I don't mind LIA either, though. What's like, LIA? Oh, low-intense exercise. What the hell is that? You've introduced... Or low-intense activity, I should say. You introduced an acronym. Please explain. Low-intense activity is uh, basically any form of activity that is movement, prolonged movement. Deliberate movement. Without getting your heart rate completely up like you would for cardio. So it might be for some people. And and this is going to change for every person because it depends on your fitness level. So for some people... Gardening would be considered LIA. I happen to be one of those people. Um, because it is – gardening's actually quite intensive that, usually. That last time we hit the garden outside, like I was pretty beat after yes, that. Yes, So it can be gardening. It could literally just be walking around the block. It could be going on a 3K walk. It could be – A jog. A jog for some people. Shopping trip. Big uh, couple of laps around the shopping centre. For some people – um, their cardiovascular fitness is high enough where a jog for them doesn't really hit the sides that much and is just general movement. Whereas for me, a jog <laughs> would puff me out completely. Well, you're actually you're actually a good example of this. When you and I first met, deliberate movement or LIA for you was a walk on the treadmill where you've got to the stage where for you, like – you could do walking and interval jogging yes. and still make it LIA now, where if you tried it yes. 10 years ago, interval jogging would have blown you up. Interval jogging was was real cardio yeah. um, activity for me. So that is what we're talking about when it comes to low-intense activity. So, yes, different for every person, but as a general rule, it's deliberate, prolonged at physical activity that is – is enough to get you out there moving and your body feeling get it. Get the blood flowing, yeah. But it's not 
as much as it would be if you were doing a, a hit session, a cardio session. Okay, so, so th- four minutes into our episode, we're on a tangent already. How yes. good are we? So I would definitely say my favorite form of exercise would be weights first. Why? Because I feel like weights are. It. <laughs> I actually don't a hundred percent know exactly why, other than just to say. Because sitting on the couch and eating doesn't count as exercise. Mm, mm. So that's Fair probably point. why I'd pick weights. <laughs> um, because all three forms, like, you know, they wouldn't be my first choice of activity to do. However, I here's think a, here's a question one, of for the, you. one of the reasons would be the way, sorry, the way that I feel afterwards. But go. Oh, no, no. Please elaborate. Well, one of the one of the things I was thinking of would be probably because I feel good after weights, like I feel accomplished and I feel strong and I feel more capable. I just get this you get that, you know they talk about after exercise, you get that rough rush of endorph- endorphins. Yeah. I really don't get that out of cardio. I start annoyed and I end annoyed. <laughs> and Kind of like most of your work days and weekdays. (laughs) So Mm. I think for me, for weights, I definitely feel more of a satisfaction when I finish. And it's more enjoyable to do, I think, again, because it's hard, but I feel like I'm really achieving something in that moment and I feel strong and, you know, and I have a target. So, you know, there's a a set range or something like that. So there's target to hit. And I just find the whole process of a weight session more enjoyable. And I find the feeling I get after it more enjoyable. Cardio for me personally, not enjoyable. I don't find anything about it enjoyable. I hate the thought of doing it. I hate the feeling of doing it. I don't... We'll get more into that. I don't like the feeling well, after I've done it. Nothing about it enjoyable. Any other reasons why you enjoy weights? They would be the main ones. It's just the feeling. I think it's just that personal satisfaction I get. I am just somebody who enjoys being strong. And I'm sure that there's people out there who they might relate to the other way. Because or they enjoy being weak. No, they enjoy being fit or they enjoy being able to they get satisfaction from going for a long run or something like that. That's just not me. I get a satisfaction from feeling strong and hitting targets. Um, that That's probably why I, I would enjoy weights more than cardio. Here's a question for you. If you... If you got all the benefits that you've had from exercise and weights without having to do it, yeah, would you still do weights and exercise? No. Okay. What would you do instead of challenge yourself? Well, that's a good question because hypothetically speaking, I say no, mm. but I might still do it. Because if I ask myself that question, the answer is yes, I would still do it because I like to challenge myself. Yeah, it's a good point. I'm, I probably would still do it. And I also, just from personal perspective, I think you'll agree with this. Sometimes it's nice just to get outside and do something outside the four walls. Yes. Away from people. It is a very good outlet. I enjoy good it as word. an outlet. Good word. I think definitely if, if you really sat down, like my instinct would be saying no, get stuffed. And I'd probably feel like that for maybe – two to three weeks and then I'd be bored. Like I'd, I'd think, no, I, I'm missing something. I need to go back to do weights. So I probably, you're right. I, the instinct would be to say, no, I'm not doing it. But I would go back to do it. Anytime I've taken a prolonged gap from weights, I've always just been 
You get the itch? I've been excited to get back into it. Ooh. So, yeah, I probably would keep doing it. I definitely think that as I've got older to it's become definitely more evident how much for me personally of a mental health release it is. Good point. Um, I think it's a it's a a time that I can sort of focus on something else. But I think it also goes back to that self that I feel strong and I feel like I'm achieving something. Mm-hmm. So I think that for me helps my mental health as well. So I definitely think for me it's definitely also a mental health outlet. Um, and that would go the same for like uh, LIA, like low intense activity. So going for big walks. Um, for me that's also an outlet. Mm. So I definitely would probably, you're right, still do those things even if I didn't have to do it. So does this mean that the whole Courtney hates exercise thing is actually now a myth? No, I still don't like to do it. Because you do it anyway <laughs> even if you didn't get the, if you still had the benefits without doing it. Yeah. You've kind of turned around on this. No, because you can still not like to do something, not want to do it and enjoy the benefits of it. I still do cardio. I still hate it. Yeah, but you still do, you would still do weights though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I probably wouldn't do cardio if I didn't have to do it, to be honest with you, ever. Reasonable. I don't find the benefit in cardio at all. At all. Mm. What, are, what about you? What's your favourite form of exercise? Also happens to be weights. Mm-hmm. By far. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Because as it turns out, video game controllers aren't heavy enough to build strength and muscle with. And believe me, I've tried. I've bicep curled so many Sega and Nintendo and PlayStation and Xbox controllers in my life, and it hasn't done anything. So guess what? I've got to pick up the iron. Mm-hmm. But but when planning this out and actually thinking about this, I had to think about it. Because, like, yeah, weights is my first answer, but there's there's now a close running second, mm. which is the martial arts training that I'll be doing for a few years now. Yes, yep. There is a satisfaction that comes with that that I, well, I can't say I can't put into words because I'm about to put it into words. Yes. Tell us. I like hitting people and I don't mind getting hit myself. Mm. I've... Had a history, I have a history of playing contact sports when I was younger. And I don't mind the contact. I like contact sports. I don't mind getting tackled. I don't mind running through people. I don't mind the bumps. Yes. And I get that with, with martial arts. You get the competitive nature where, yes, you can measure yourself against people clearly better than you, mm-hmm. but also measure yourself against yourself. Yes. So special shout out to martial arts training, but weights is still the answer, will always be the answer. So if I was to to give real real examples as to why for me personally with weights, Mm -hmm. as I get older, my number one reason now is healthy aging. Because with healthy aging comes improved or at least maintained functional strength, and ability, which I place a higher and higher value on as I get older, is maintaining my physical independence. Yep. Myself, 
Courtney, you listening, we all know people in our lives where you see them get older and you see their functional ability start to decline. And it is sad to see. And I think to myself, that's not me. Mm. I will do whatever it takes to keep what I've got for as long as I can. So that's that's my actual number one reason now. Where previously, when I was younger, it's, well, you know, curls get the girls, bro. And that's kind of still true. It got me you. Yes. But as I get older, for real, I just have a really high priority on even just things like, you know, if I think to myself, well, I want to I want to go run up and down that mountain, I want to still be able to do that. Mm. Or things like, you know, not have to have someone else carry the bags for me. Yes. You know, something easy picked up, I can do that. No worries. But also with that, obviously, there's, I mentioned before about, you know, hinting at the aesthetics function or the aesthetics benefit, I'm sorry, improve body shape like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Yes. You know, not, not having the body shape of a potato is a really good benefit. Yes. When it comes to weights as well as just general metabolic function. So for me, not getting sick very often, and when if and when I do get sick, either the the symptoms are drastically lowered, and or it doesn't last very long anyway. Yeah, and I can carry on, you know. But also, honestly, let's be frank about this: like being strong kicks ass. Yes, being strong rules. Just knowing, like, okay. I've got a bit of capability in there. Like it's it 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 transfers a confidence mm. to you. And you can't put a price, in my opinion, you can't put a price on building your confidence within yourself. Yeah. And I've said this on this podcast for a number bless you. Thank you. Said this a number of times on this very podcast. Strength is a gift. Yes, it is. And as I get older, it's just that just becomes more and more prevalent to me. Like I just love being a strong mofo, like just straight up. What can I say? Like there, there is a bit of an ego thing there. I mean, we've all got egos. We're human. Yes, absolutely. But you can't put a price on confidence, and the confidence that comes from having physical ability. Yeah. To me, it's, to me personally, I think it's priceless. Now, you've touched on it, Courtney, but we're going to get in there now. We know your least favorite form of exercise happens to be cardio. By that, you mean intense cardio? Yes. Why? Well, I mentioned it before. (laughs) There's nothing about it. There's nothing about it that fulfills me. It doesn't give me any sort of satisfaction. It, I, I just never found any form of cardio training that fills me with satisfaction. Boxing, kickboxing? Yeah. Punching and kicking stuff? Yeah. I mean, you tend to like inflicting violence on me. (laughs) I think out of all of the forms of cardio I've ever done, the kickboxing classes would be my favourite. It did give me a bit of a sense of satisfaction because you were learning a new skill and 
every week you were getting better at it and it was being changed up and that sort of thing. The only other time personally I think I find satisfaction in any sort of high high energy cardio style class like uh, activity would be if I was doing it with someone else. So either in a pair or in a group setting, that's probably the only other time that I also feel um, that I don't hate it as much. <laughs> that for me personally, and and it's different for everyone, isn't it? There's a lot of people out there that love to run alone. Well, hate working out with other people. Mate. Maybe maybe we could actually probably refine this and say your least favorite form of exercise is, is intense cardio by yourself. Yeah, and that's actually a lot more common than you think. Like, the majority of our clients can identify with that. Yeah, which is interesting because I've no problem doing weights by myself. Mm. And often we work out together, and that's great. But if you if you weren't there, Matt. I'm more than happy to do it by myself. You develop that confidence and that skill over time, yeah. But cardio, I've never been able to get to the point over all these years by saying, yeah, no, I feel really happy to do it by myself. I still hate doing it by myself. It's boring. I actually, this is the thing, like I'm actually not going to sit here and say my least favourite form of exercise is cardio because most of the martial arts stuff I do is cardio and I – and love it. Yeah. I'm all about it. But even then, there's there's certain individual forms of cardio I actually do enjoy. Like martial arts can be individual is mm-hmm. when you're learning really should be team based, group based, like you know, teacher, student, etc. I don't mind running by myself, but I think it's more because I like being outdoors. Like I've found enjoyment in things like running or interval sprints for a number of years now, but not on a treadmill. Holy shit. Like fucking hell. Does not get more boring than that. But give me a mountain or a series of rolling hills and a pair of headphones. I don't need anyone with me. I'm going to go hell for leather. Yeah. But my least favorite form of exercise to get specific Forward rolls that we are sometimes asked to do at karate. So a forward roll is exactly what you think it is. It is a forward roll onto one of your shoulders and then you pop back up to your feet. I hate them. Why do I hate them? Well, nothing about me is designed to roll forwards or to roll much at all. Imagine, if you will, a whale jumping up out of the water and flopping up onto a wharf or a pier. (laughs) You've now just imagined Matt doing forward rolls at karate. You know those memes you'll see sometimes where it's like, how I think I'm doing this activity versus what I actually look like doing this activity? No, I think I look terrible and I know I look terrible. It's... There's no grace, there's no coordination, there's no nothing. Just if I have to, if I have to, I'm not even going to say if I have to do them, I will. If I have to feebly attempt to do them, I will pass. Hard pass. Pass. I'm out. So let's move on and get a bit more specific here, Courtney. Yes. And we'll start with your good self. Yes. So you've mentioned your favourite form of exercise overall is weights. Yes. 
What are your favourite weights exercises? This one was hard to narrow down. Well, you've narrowed it down to about 300, so that's pretty good. I know, because there's parts, yeah, anyway. Um, we got time. Uh, yeah. My favourite actual exercises in the gym would be, I do like legs. I do like training legs. So you don't skip leg day? No. I don't mind training legs, even though it is incredibly challenging. I don't mind training legs. Hardest day of the week. Yeah. I I think also, though, it's big muscle groups, so I feel strong and capable probably. So that's mm. why maybe I enjoy legs. Um, I don't enjoy definitely things like squats things like that because they can be really challenging for me with my hips and my back. So when it comes to legs, my favorite exercises would be things like leg press, double leg press, single leg press. I like them both. Um, Leg extension, seated hamstring curls I really enjoy. Yet when I see you do them, your facial expression is one not of enjoyment but one of torture. Yes. Mm. But I enjoy them more than, say, a stiff-legged deadlift. Why is that? I just feel like I can really hone in on the area, like on my hamstrings, and I can really feel them and engage them. Isolation movement, yeah. Um, when we look away from legs, I definitely still enjoy up, like some upper body, like, and I think that's for me. I'm I'm lucky in a way that I think I'm fairly strong in my upper body. I can so, attest to that. Yes, you are. Um, there's definitely a lot of girls out there that are stronger than me, um, but I think uh, there I are. <laughs> uh, okay, someone who's been to the gym now for like 20 years, I can tell you that number is smaller than you think. I'm just going to say Courtney's being very humble here. I've predominantly worked and trained females in my career. Courtney's upper body strength genuinely, and I'm not saying this to get laid, <laughs> Courtney's upper body strength genuinely is freakish. And I noticed that early when you and I first met. It's like, holy shit, this woman can bench, she can shoulder press. Like, what is going on here? Well, I do like those movements. So I think a flat bench press, I enjoy. I I enjoy dumbbells. I enjoy doing barbells. When it comes to bench press, I don't mind any of it. Um, what, 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 incline, flat, decline, whatever Don't love it is. decline. Don't love really? decline bench. I don't mind the others. Flat would probably be my preference out of them all. Barbell, dumbbell, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I enjoy a bit of a mixture. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the challenge of dumbbells because obviously you're more coordination a lot more involved. stable, like a lot more unstable yeah. um, with them. I enjoy – I don't mind shoulder press. I wouldn't say it's definitely my favourite exercise, but – I, def- I, I definitely don't hate it. Um, there is video of Courtney floating around on our socials <laughs> of her genuinely full range of motion, shoulder pressing 30 kilo dumbbells. Back in the day. <laughs> There's also video getting around of Courtney doing one-armed push-ups. That was definitely back in the day. I don't think I can do those at the moment. You can get back there quite comfortably. (laughs) So those ones, I really quite enjoy some cable accessory movements as well. So maybe cable flies, um, Mm. um, 
lap pull downs, uh, tricep extensions, those sort of cable style machines, um, cable seated row. I, I quite like the cables as well. Just also, just going back to the whole, you know, back in the day thing, I couldn't do that now. Keep in mind when you're setting personal bests for yourself, you've got to build up to those. Yeah. You've got to build up to those with a training program, with your oh, warm-ups yeah. as well. Like yeah. I can sit here and say, like sneak preview for where I'm going, like Courtney, you've seen me in this video of me leg pressing over half a tonne. Could I go and do that right now cold? Absolutely not. I would snap everything in my legs immediately. Could I build back up to it through my training and then warm up to it? No problem at all. So give yourself some credit. Like things like, you know, your Courtney just can do insane bench press, insane shoulder press and push-ups and whatnot. If it's there, it's there. Yeah. I'd say my least favourite exercises would be a touch on it before squats because I just find the movement very hard for me, for my body. Hard in what way? My, my hips don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, my lower back doesn't like it. Um, it takes me a really long time to get the range that I need in squats. Um, I saw you do your squats the other day. They looked good. Yeah. They look good. It, it is a challenge though. Mm. It is a challenge. I get yeah. very twingy hips. Mm-hmm. Um, so my hip sockets don't love squats yep. for me. Um, so I think that's why. I think if the actual movement itself, if it was more comfortable, if my hips didn't mind squats, I actually would not mind the exercise. It's mostly because of the way my body reacts to it. So maybe the phrase is, Courtney likes squats. Courtney's hips do not like squats. Do not like squats. Um, Split squats, I just hate because... They're just hard. They're just hard and they hurt. So anything one-legged is just hard. It's hard, it hurts... To be honest with you, actually, mm. anything one-armed or one-legged is annoying to me. So if it's unilateral, you don't want to know about it. It's just, they would be my least favourite for multiple reasons. A, they just take forever to get through, especially when you're on your higher rep range because you've got to do 12 one leg, 12 the other leg. Blech. It sucks. Same with arms, you know, a one-arm row, 12 one-arm, 12 one-arm, like when you so done, annoying. When you like um, the one-arm bench presses? Yeah, so annoying. Mm. So anything one-armed or one leg just is annoying to me from just how long it takes to get through a set, but also just how hard it is, obviously. You're taking away one limb. <laughs> like, it it sucks. Like, it remember, is hard. Remember when I had you, you were doing those one-armed dumbbell bench presses, but rather than being on a bench, you had your back on a Swiss ball yeah. and you had to bridge to hold yourself? Yeah. You should really put those back in your program. Nah, maybe not. <laughs> so... I think just from yeah, from from basically two sides I hate those from the time and also it's just it's just genuinely hard and unpleasant to do. Yep. Um back extensions I just don't put in programs anymore. My my back just does not like them. I just have not come across a way to do them that my body likes or a machine to do them on that my body likes. Just give me a sec. Just had to cough. Please continue. <laughs> cough button. Um, those ones I don't like. Yep. I don't like dumbbell flies and anything else. Dumbbell out- flies? Really? I just don't like them. They're just not comfortable for me. I'd much rather do a cable fly than a dumbbell fly. I just don't know what it is about them. I just don't cable, like them. The cable does keep the constant tension all the way through the range of motion where yeah, with a, with a dumbbell fly, you've got to get them right. Yeah, 
it just there's a real technical requirement. Mm. Dumbbell fly is one of those exercises where everyone knows what it is. Everyone thinks they know how to do it. I see it butchered so much in the gym where it's like, mm, if you're doing a real dumbbell fly, you don't need much weight. No. Um, I don't love deadlifts. <laughs> really? A lot of people out there love them. I don't hate them. So this is in the meh category. If you, ha- if you have to do it, you'll do it. Meh. It's Perfect in the category. meh category. <laughs> I don't hate them. I just don't – they're not my favourite, like, oh, I'm starting the deadlifts today. Like, so you don't get fired up going into the gym like, it's fucking deadlift day, let's go. No. Okay. I don't hate them, though. They're just a, you know um, – Whether it's a dumbbell or a hex bar. Barbell. Oh, sorry, a barbell or a hex bar. Both the same. It It is satisfying when you do them and you do them right because they feel good and you can get some really good weight as you go along on them. Um, but, eh. What exercises, if you know they're on your program, when you walk into the gym, which ones make you think like, fuck, I'm going to smash these so hard today? I definitely think they're things like your big compound movements. So leg press, um, bench. bench press, like – Yep. Usually those big ca- compound movements. The big, the big pinnacle Which ones. is like d- deadlifts fall in that category, but for some reason I just like, – I, I do them, but I'm just like, oh, fucking deadlifts. What would your show-off exercises be? Like if we had to put together like a highlight reel, a Courtney highlight reel, what exercises would you use to show off with? Right now. Overall. Oh, overall. I, maybe deadlifts, but meh, I, I, I don't think – I'm the best deadlifter in the world and, um, yeah, maybe not those, but pr- probably something like leg press, um, bench press definitely, probably shoulder press. Could not agree more, yes. <laughs> those ones probably would be the, the, the main ones. Yep. Um, yep. Anything ab related just doesn't fill me with joy just because I hate doing – Specific ab Core work. movements. Yep. But that's just because it hurts and I don't like it. Okay. But not because of anything else. Yep. I have to do it because I do have to continually work on my core because it helps my back and it helps everything else. But I just don't love – maybe it's also because usually when you do a specific ab exercise in your program, it's usually at the end. Mm. And I think as it also probably adds to the reason why I don't like them because usually you get to the end of your weights and you just want to – Go. You shot. Like I'm just done. And then you know you've got to do abs and that just annoys me. But I'd put your your hanging leg raises on your show off list. Yeah. They, not they're bad. Not bad. They're not bad. They're very good. You're very humble. Pull, oh, oh, pull ups. I can't do pull ups. They annoy mm. me. Yeah. I think like lat pull down, again, the cable stuff when it comes to back, I really enjoy. But. I can't do pull-ups. I'm too heavy for pull-ups. We could build you up. I we could, but there, I just ways, don't like there's them. ways to do it. Like yeah. people make the mistake with pull-ups of like starting with the hardest one, which is the um the pronated or the the overhand yeah. grip. Like that's the start. hardest way. No, don't start with that. Start with the the supinated underhand, underhand grip or the neutral hammer grip. I was gonna say hammer grip is probably the most comfortable for me, but well, if, if we we're building, if you come to me and said, "Hey, husband, time, it, it's, it's pull-up pull time, bro," 
what are we doing? We're starting straight there because you know build yeah. you up to the to the hammer grip pull ups because I reckon, no joke, we could have you doing those in the next four weeks. Yeah, full body. But they're they're probably that's probably my list. Okay, I'm sure there's something that I've forgotten, but that's the ones that I can think of. That sounds pretty comprehensive to me. Mm. Your list. Well, my favorite weights exercises because you know, favorite form of exercise weights. Okay, favorite weights exercises. All kinds of deadlifts. Mm-hmm. I, actually, you know what? I'm going to correct myself. Almost all kinds of deadlifts. Which one do you hate? Because the one-legged deadlift. Oh yeah. Can rot in hell. <laughs> one-legged deadlift is awful. Absolute. Torture from start to finish. Awful. And so I've done them on plenty of programs, although I've already gone straight to the stuff I hate. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'd, I think I did the same thing. I started off with leg press and said I also hate squats. <laughs> I've done I've done one legged deadlift with barbell uh, on a number of programs where where you know it, it's it feels appropriate or the goals call for it. it, it die. <laughs> that, that exercise die. can die. But in terms of what I actually like, apart from the one-legged deadlift, um, deadlifts, so sumo, traditional, the hex bar, also known as a trap bar, um, yep, just shoot it straight into my veins. Let's go. Uh, Dumbbell side lateral raises I particularly enjoy, as well as the variations of different cable lateral side lateral raises. I enjoy shoulder press tremendously. Preferably seated with either dumbbells or a barbell. I like a leg press, the double or the single, probably because I can that's that's the exercise I can do prodigious amounts of weight on and I can show off if I was so inclined, mm-hmm. which I'm not. Jokes. Like the leg press. I love this I love squats, barbell back squats. I like all kinds of bench press. Courtney does not like the decline, whether it's decline, flat, incline, barbells, dumbbells, like hit me. I'm here for it. Uh, I I like a variation of the, the single arm dumbbell row, but when you've got your front hand on a Swiss ball because of the instability it creates, I love the challenge of not – Shaking so much that my hand comes off the off the ball, mm. which now that I'm thinking about it, I think I'm going to go back to them on my next program starting next week. It's been it's been a while, it's been a while, and I've got my list here. I love those vertical sit ups and the core dominator exercise that you see me do sometimes in the gym, mm. Courtney. So for you listening, you might think to yourself, "What is he talking about?" The gym that we go to has this particular particular station, equipment, whatever, where you can do sit-ups and various different forms of sit-ups, but you climb up to it and you are hanging off it upside down. So it's a whole lot different to doing a sit-up off the floor because you are working against the most amount of gravity possible. There's videos of me floating around online doing these. I love them. Yes. I love them so much. Why do I love them? Because my core is incredibly strong and I'm good at them. It's purely an ego thing. Why do I love things like squats, bench, and deadlift? Well, it's because those are the, the big three 
in yeah. the gym. They're whether it's you know squats, bench press, deadlift, or, or you know the number of variations of all of them, like they are the kings of building strength in the gym, the kings of of functional movement. You know, I call them the big three for a reason. Yeah. Of course, you know the question could be asked. Well, well, what if they're not in my program? Can I still can I still make improvements? Absolutely. I have I have programs months and months and months and months and months where I don't do squats and deadlift, just to give my, my body a break because with those exercises I can do pretty pretty decent weight. And we're all human, we're all organic. Your body starts to wear down after a while, so sometimes you have to go away from it for a bit. Yeah. You know, but deadlifts. I love the stiff-legged ones. I hate those. Because, again, I'm rather good at them. Yes, you are. Uh, hex bar, barbell, even dumbbell deadlifts. I like. So the other ones I've listed, uh, well, most of them, to be honest, I'll be transparent here, I list these exercises that I love because they're either good for showing off and or they're good for aesthetics reasons because sometimes you just like to look in the mirror and just flex, dude. Yeah. Like, hey, you know what? Those biceps look okay. Those shoulders look okay. Yes. Those quads, quadzilla. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, hey, we've all got an ego, don't we? Yep. We all like to look good. You know, this is part of, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, it doesn't matter if I don't look good. Like, yes, it does matter. Mm-hmm. I care. That's why I put in the effort. But I'd like to give a, a special shout-out. Something I haven't done for a long time now, but I, I really used to love it, Courtney. Training with chains. Oh, yeah. We haven't done that in forever. It's because I sold them. Yes. Because as much as I love training with chains, man, they are hard work yes. in terms of getting them set up, making sure that they're they're equal on both sides. So you think of yourself like what what is going on, chain training – Chain training is a, uh, hang on, excuse me, cough button. And we're back. Chain training is a, a variation of any any exercise that uses a barbell. Yes. You could attach chains that wrap around on each end of the bar, almost like like draping, draping curtains over something. Mm. And so I got it down to a fine art, if you recall, Courtney, where I had – I it was around about 20 or 30 meters worth total of chain length that we could be, that we, I got to the point where you could, you could distribute it evenly on both sides of the bar. Yes. And so the thing is, the, the whole point of chain training is that it changes the dynamic of a movement of when, when the exercise is the hard part, yeah. so to speak. When it hurts the most. <laughs> yeah. And when it feels like the most challenging. So let's say, Let's say we're doing – I'll use bicep curls as a really good example. Mm. So if you've done bicep curls with a barbell, you'll know that the hard point on a barbell bicep curl is actually around halfway up the movement. Mm. So not as hard at the bottom, definitely not as hard at the top because most people cheat and rest at the top of the movement. But that middle part is where you can really get stuck. Yes. Now, if you put chains on your bar – it's different because the further the bar comes off the ground, the more chain gets picked up off the ground. 
Yes. So the weight gets heavier the further off the ground the bar goes. So now you start to think to yourself, well, okay, what if you're as tall as me? I'm I'm six foot six. What if you're as tall as me and you are doing a standing barbell shoulder press with chains on the bar? And you got full extension that far off the ground. So yeah. It changes the dynamic of each exercise and when what is the hard part of the movement. Yes. And I loved it. I honestly, I just felt like such a tough guy. But also the challenge that came because the chains would move. Mm. And you're also holding on to the bar because the chains are moving and waving around. Yeah, it did it, yeah, the stability was just yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, but I ended up uh, moving away from it just because even though I really enjoyed it, the amount of setup time mm. and pack up time and carrying buckets with the chains is like... It was a lot. It was a lot, but the, the times that I did it, gee, I really enjoyed it. It was fun, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good challenge. It's a good challenge. So as I, as I mentioned, talking about my least favorite exercises, like the one-legged deadlift honestly can F off and die. But so can pistol squats. If you don't know what a pistol squat is, Google it or YouTube it. They are awful. <laughs> Truly awful. Next level hard. Excuse me, cough button again. Okay, coughing over. So the pistol squats and the one-legged deadlift, honestly, like, please get out of my life. Okay, thanks. It's just, yeah, torture from, from start to finish. No good. That's where I'm at. Right. If I had to, if we're talking about, since Courtney really just shat on cardio exercise, I will say I, I do have some favorite forms of cardio. Anything that involves punching and kicking. Yes. Or choking or throwing or holds, but also for me, and it's something you were actually good at, Courtney, when we used to do it together, interval sprints and sprinting in general. You go okay. I don't mind interval interval sprints, interval running. I don't like running, but interval running. By running you mean like this like steady steady yeah. state, long distance running? Yeah, I I mean it's something I've always in the back of my mind kind of wished I was good at. But then I try it and I'm like, no, why do I want to be good at this? I, I just dislike it. You 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 are built and designed to be good at lifting heavy shit. Yeah, I'm just not a, a long distance runner, even though in the back of my mind, I just feel like that desire that I have, like this like romantic desire to be like, oh, I'm just going to go for a run and just be able to run. And I just don't enjoy it. So I don't know why I have this desire deep down to be a runner. But Is it just because it's like, the, you might be thinking the grass is green on the other side. I think so, but it's uh, then I try it and I remind myself of why I dislike it. Like I wonder how many how many long distance runners might look at videos of you doing insane bench presses and shoulder presses, thinking, "Man, I'd love to be able to do that." Yeah, everyone wants what they don't. <laughs> what have. they don't have, correct? But you're right. Interval sprinting, interval running was much more enjoyable for me because you could just have that short, sharp element of like. All effort in, the burst. pain, like just get it done and then like calm down. Mm. Then like bang, get in, just try as hard as you can, calm down. Like that, that is much more enjoyable to me than yep. just running around a track endlessly. 
Mm. So, yeah, I, I would definitely find that and the martial arts thing definitely better forms of cardio for me yep. and obviously group group style stuff as well. Any particular group classes that, you, that you've taken to over the years? Um, mostly just... Or is it more just a group setting? I think it's just a group setting. I think when you've got something that tells you, okay, you've got to do this in this time, go. Um, Those circuits we used to do at our gym were fun. I was going to say that style of thing, like a bit of a circuit style thing, like... I can understand from that point of view why there's a lot of people out there that like F45 and, and those sort of franchises yep. because it does make it more enjoyable. If you don't like exercise, it does make it a bit more enjoyable to go, you're in a group setting, you've got someone who just tells you what to do and how many times to do it and, and you know, watches the time for you and then you move around and you're not constantly doing the same yeah. thing. I can totally understand the desire to do that sort of style because it is to me a lot more interesting um, as somebody who doesn't like exercise. Mm. Um, so those sort of things I, I would definitely be more drawn to. Um, but as I said, I think for me, my likes and dislikes when it comes to exercise personally, it just comes down to what I find personal satisfaction from. That's what I think I've learned over the years. Mm-hmm. It's not about what hurts more because it all hurts. Like it all can hurt. It all can hurt. But it also, it all can be adjusted to be less intense. Yeah, it can be adjusted to be less intense. So that's why I do tend to like going for big walks and stuff like that. But generally speaking, if I go on a hike, it still hurts muscularly. Like it still hurts. So mm. I think for me, I stopped thinking about what I like and don't like about exercise in terms of what hurts and what doesn't. Because realistically, most of the time it's going to hurt from a muscle soreness standpoint. Most of it's always going to hurt. Lungs burn. So lactic acid with think, the weight sessions. I think for me, I try to look at it now and what gives me personal satisfaction. So what am I um, getting from this? And I think that's why I'm still drawn to weights because of that personal satisfaction I get from it. Um, I get to feel strong. I get to feel like I've accomplished something. Mm. Even though I know with cardio training, I've still accomplished it. I've done it. But I just don't feel that when I when I finish it. I feel it when I finish a weight training session. Yep. I feel accomplished. I've done it. I feel strong. I feel like I've hit goals and then I can leave. It just aligns with you. I yeah. mean, we're all different in, in that regard. Like we've known plenty of people over the years that really, really have sort of found their – their niche and their zone in endurance work. Yeah. And it's like, like, hey, if, if that really, is, you know, if that's what does it for you, like, please don't stop. No, and everyone will find a different path of satisfaction in there. I've, I've got a girlfriend who does both. She does some weight training, but she does a lot of long runs. Mm. And she gets the personal satisfaction I get from a really long weight training session from her long run. Yeah. 10K run or whatever. I couldn't think of anything worse than running 10Ks. Mm. She loves it. By herself, with someone else, she would just go for a run. I couldn't think of anything worse. But it's just where you get personal satisfaction from. And also, to be fair, in addition to that, should be goal-specific. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So we'll always say that, really effective like we sat here now talking about you know things that we like things that we dislike but that's not to say we will necessarily avoid the things that we dislike because 
an effective training program should be a blend of things that you need to do, but th- also things that you like to do. Yeah. It shouldn't and, just be yeah. one or the other. And it, as you're totally right. It's goal specific. So that friend that I'm talking about, she does minimal. That's one fun runs. She does minimal weights, but she does really big compound movements literally to help her running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's no other reason she does yep. it. And that then just goes to show that's where her goals are at and that's what she wants to do and she's come up with a system that works for her. Mm. And that's why there is no one system that fits all because everyone's goals are different, everyone's starting place is different. Mm. Um, Everyone wants to get something different out of it um, and different along the way. So, yeah, I think for me getting – um, some mental health relief and some personal satisfaction. That was never in my goal setting. Yeah, when you first, well, when you first started. Yeah, yeah. That would never have been what I thought I would get out of it. Yeah. And so it just goes to show it evolves over time. Sure does. So you can still, I'm still working on, um, my body shape and and continuing to achieve the shape that I like, and I feel confident in my best in. There's a lot to be said about, though, to be fair. Like, you've just mentioned that. I should, I should touch on something. There's a lot to be said about being able to keep a result yeah. and keep what you've earned. Yeah, because it, it would go. It is, it is one of those things, isn't it? Like, back when you first start going through this process of, of trying to lose weight, I, I definitely got stuck in this. And I think deep down in the back of my mind, you know you, you have to keep it off. Like, you know that. But I just don't think uh, – I won't generalise. I, I definitely for me, it wasn't something that I really comprehended until you get into it and you uh, and, and you start achieving results and you maybe start to get the body shape that you really feel confident in. You don't – it's only then that you really start to understand that you have to maintain results. Like it's really easy to say and everyone deep down knows it, but it's a whole different thing once it actually you have to implement it and then it really dawns on you that, oh, yeah, that's right. I could just stop doing this and go back to the way that I looked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really important. But I think it's also important, as I was mentioning before, and I know I'm rambling on, but... Please, ramble away. It's really important, I think, in my own... I hate using the word journey, but what I mean, journey in my own life, let's just say, better word, if this context, I think for me in my life, it's been really important for me to not only have that goal of wanting to look and feel my best from exercise, but it's been really important for me to understand the relationship that my mental health and the difference it has, the difference it makes when I exercise and when I'm enjoying the exercise that I'm doing. And it, it, it definitely makes a different impact on my life other than just the way that I look. That's why the question I asked you earlier in the episode about if you didn't have to exercise, would you still do it? If I asked myself that question, the answer is a thousand percent yes, I still would. Because even... Even if I had all the physical benefits that I get from exercise without having to exercise, I would still do it for a number of factors. 
The first one is, as Courtney spoke about, the mental health. I have learned, especially the last few years, I've learned how how much is tied in for me personally, mental health and physical health. Mm. And having the outlet, and that is a great word, Courtney, or outlets with different different forms of exercise, having the outlets, how helpful it's been for me for a lot longer than I've realized. Mm. And if that went away, I don't know what I'd do with myself. I do think it would definitely, I know it would affect my mental health. Other reason I would still do it anyway is because I do enjoy the me versus me factor of it. Mm. So take weights, for example. When I'm in one of my training programs, a structured training program, and you know, okay, I, I know what I did last week because I recorded all my information. Yep. In my wonderful weight loss podcast app. That's out now. And here, here's what I'm doing this week. I'm going to attempt to go in and beat what I did last time. Mm. Even if it's by one kilogram, two kilograms, half a kilogram, one extra rep, whatever whatever the metric might be, I really thrive because, you, as you know, Courtney will attest to this, I'm rather competitive at the best of times. You, you've got to look on your face. What are you thinking? Yes, you are. <laughs> The, the best the best outlet I find for me competitively overall is is me versus me. Mm. And that's where I get some satisfaction from the exercise. Like you've mentioned, Courtney, you get, you know, the, the sort of the rush that comes from going in there and, you know, pushing yourself, et cetera. I enjoy that, but also enjoying like, hey, you know what? I'm better than I was last time. Yeah. Even if it's by, and usually it only is by, a very, very Tiny. small yeah. incremental amount. Guess what? Improvement is improvement. Mm. And the thing is, if you have like a tiny incremental improvement from one training session to another, doesn't seem like much at the moment, but if you average a tiny incremental improvement just about every time out over a full calendar year, you have a big improvement. Mm. There's one thing I was taught years ago where you think to yourself, okay, if I'm only increasing my bench press, for example, by say half a kilo each week, Mm -hmm. half a kilo is not much. But what if I'm averaging that every week for a full year and I've increased my bench press by, you know, 26 kilos? Mm. Depending on who we're talking to, that is a big deal yes and that is that's even for me now with how long i've been doing this and how advanced i am an increase of 26 kilos in my bench press is enormous Mm. let alone for someone smaller than me huge so anyway let's wrap this one up courtney yep we've uh gone on long enough gone on long enough about our favorite exercises so what are yours what are yours absolutely We've, we've just spent the better part of an hour gas bagging about ours. Well, what are yours? Podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. Please feel free to email us. What are your favorite exercises? But also any questions that you might have that have arisen from this episode or any others. Yeah. Email us, as I said, podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. We can also be found at our Facebook group, 
Yeah. Which is called what? The Weight Loss Podcast. Wow. It's ha- it's it's easy to find. Uh, so it's, make it's, sure you jump in there as well. You can just press the button in your podcast app and it will take you to the group. Come and hang out with myself, Courtney, and other like-minded listeners of the show. And that's it. Let's pack up and go. That's it. We'll be back next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you enjoyed this and we'll see you next week. Bye. Are you ready to share your success? Head over to our website for full access to our show notes, resources based on today's topic, and links to our Facebook group so you can share your story with our hosts and many others out there who are looking to achieve and maintain their health and fitness goals. You can find all that and more exclusively at theweightlosspodcast.com. 